Okay, so this is the four of you? Yes. You guys are smart, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's why you asked us to join you, my ladies. <laughs> smart. Uh, we'll just go ahead while you ladies pay. But afterwards, we'll split it four ways, right? Yeah, baby. <laughs> Did you hear that, Beavis? They want to have a four-way. Well, really? Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Tell Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with the other host, Bruce Nightingale. He's winning. Dun-dun-dun. He's winning. He's winning and he's gonna win at the RPC. I love when you start off with just something that no one's gonna know what you're talking about. Like but it's a, it's a preview. It's a preview. It's it's yeah pre. It's pre. Uh, this is episode two twenty three. Ooh, and we have a guest. We have a guest. Who do we guest? have, Ron? Oh, oh, we both gonna, did that at the turn. same time. Oh, <laughs> we have the head degenerate himself here. Dun dun dun. Joe Cheravino. Hey guys, it's great. It's good to be back. Hi Joe. Hi Joe. I'm the dote. I'm the dote. I'm the degenerist of all time. That's my official <laughs> award that I gave to myself on the first Degenerate Awards. Nice. And no one else shall get it. You got all of it, you can give yourself awards. That's great. That's yes. the whole point. That's, That's the, whole, the point. whole point, guys. <laughs> well, let's just start right off. We got Joe C on. Let's talk about the Degenies. What are what what are the Degenies? You know, we're here in the award season. We got the Twippies. I think the, oh, the, the what's voting. That? What's the, that? What? That, that's that other award show. Didn't the voting end? For that, yes. we did. So, I, okay. what's, what's that award show? Because uh, if they don't give awards out for podcasters, I'm not interested. Oh, you're not. Interested. <laughs> no, they, no, they they give awards out to the people actually in the industry, not media people. Aren't we industry? We how we, are we, we industry? You're media. Wait, you're media. We are, you're we media. are media. So ways that they use the stories that we talk about on their podcasts. Use the stories we take. They do. They used the stories we talked about when we ripped off Nap Arcade talking about the news on their exactly. <laughs> Not always. Yeah. Not always. Not always. Yeah, I, I made I made Nap Arcade by something I said. Nice. Oh boy. Man, I, I hope I'm right or I'm sounding really stupid. Well okay. Yeah, let's go to the next subject. Yes, there we go. <laughs> That was it. The princess, the princess bride, I, I said, you know, it's it P three, but it's it's not actually bimultimorphic. But, mm-hmm. it, but it is a P3. Yes. And that got picked up. So if that ends up not being true, I'm going to look really oh, stupid. I can't wait. Yes. Bruce will love it. It will. <laughs> but next to the Twippies, of course, we know the biggest award show is the DeGeny. So what no, are the, the Pinball Awards show? No, there's What's the that? Industry. They canceled it. They canceled it this year. Yeah, they canceled it. It'll that. be back. It'll no, be back. Well, nope. They're afraid now because, they're you know. Afraid. They're afraid. They're afraid. Of the, they're afraid. <laughs> oh they're afraid God. of the Canada. Oh, oh, Jesus. No, no, They're afraid of Chrissy. How can no. you be such afraid of Chrissy? Uh, okay. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, Joe, DeJennies, what's, yes, all, what's all about? The Pinball DeGenerate Awards is like, uh, if if basically the Twippies and the Pinball Awards, uh, Pinball Industry Awards are like the Oscars and the Golden Globes, we're basically like the Razzies of uh, the the Pinball Awards uh, ceremonies. So or, we're, or maybe the Cable Ace Awards? Sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, even closer, yeah, for sure. 
I mean, we're just having a lot of fun on the on the Facebook group. It's just basically, um, originally I created it just to thank the whole group for hitting the the first one thousand group members, and then people were like screaming for more, and I was like, okay, let's keep it going, I guess. At no small cost to myself, let me say, these awards cost a lot of money. I basically pay for everything out of my own pocket, but fortunately. Uh, we do have some sponsors this year, which is really cool. We've got a local record shop, Sonic Boom, a brewery, Duxbury, uh, Duxbury uh, Cider, and of course the place where we're going to be will be hosting uh, the uh, Degeni Awards will be Tilt Arcade Bar in Toronto, Canada. So, uh, thanks to those sponsors, we can actually do it again this year, and it's going to get pretty uh, pretty interesting. We got we're working on it really hard. For the last month and a half now actually and uh it's gonna be really fun i hope everybody has a good time on uh, february 18th sunday february 18th at noon the week after super bowl sunday is that noon what time is that uh is that eastern eastern, eastern. okay eastern. Well, make sure Eastern's because the only true time zone is we 12 know eastern 12 <laughs> eastern <laughs> don't want to make yeah. sure what makes the djennies different than your typical award show it's not focused on the industry. It's actually very much not intended to focus on the big wigs. It's really fo- and you don't even have to be a member of the Pinball Degenerates group to be nominated or even win. And it's about just celebrating sort of the people who contribute to the hobby on a very grassroots level and uh, just to thank them for contributing to the Facebook page a lot. You know, and, and in unique ways too. So we've got 17 different categories and they're all uh, some of them are repeat categories from last year, and a lot of them I like to make new categories up, or or some even some members suggest new categories for me to create uh, if they're if they sound interesting enough. So it's really just about celebrating the community on a very grassroots level and kind of uh, championing uh, the smaller kind of lesser known people in pinball that are still doing really cool stuff. So Ron, there's a chance for you to win Best Degenerate Podcast. He's had he's had several <laughs> chests. Actually, I intentionally didn't want to do podcasts. Yeah, that's one. No, thing that, that would have been a funny thing. That would no, have been hilarious. No, 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 I, don't, no. I, I just see the drama. Like, yeah, I just saw the drama coming us, ahead of time. Give us some like category ex- examples. Uh, I mean, in the past, in the past, we've had like stuff like um, most degenerate pinball tattoo, most degenerate location washrooms. Um, this year, we've got a whole bunch of new ones. We've got. Uh, most degenerate uh, pinball fail, most degenerate pinball pet. That's a really difficult one. A lot of people. Uh, that's going to be a really hard choice for me to make. I'm. I'm. I want to make sure. Sh- uh, just to make it clear, I'm just the only person making these decisions. So there's no oversight. There's no committee. It's literally a dictatorship. And if you have a problem with who wins, you just come to me. You know. Damn, he's a um, dick. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, yes. Uh, but yeah, we got. Um, I won. Uh, hey, Bruce, you won Best Pinball Hall in I the did. first year. You won the Degenerate yep. for that insane pickup of uh, what was it again? Um, a cheetah, a, twenty dollar cheetah. cheetah, a twenty dollar cheetah. Was it just a cabinet though? No, it was the whole oh, okay. the whole uh, play. F- what Zach owns now is what it is. It was okay. So it was the whole bottom half of the machine. One side is beautiful, the other side is ugly. It's like Two Face. There you go. And we have we have an award for most uh, degenerate pinball restoration, which is pretty cool too. 
and uh, most degenerate pinjury, you know, you hurt yourself, still continue on playing pinball. There's some pretty intense uh, wounds that have been posted on the Facebook page, so that one's going to be a hard category to judge as well. Uh, this year we have a new a new uh, a category again, um, pinball couple, which is uh, highly contested. And then you know a couple of the you know standards like uh, most degenerate pinball stance, um, pinball commentator, uh, pinball event. You know there's some really great strange weird events that aren't as big or widespread known as as like you know your Indisc or uh, anything like that. Like sort of weird kind of stranger, uh, more intense degenerate style events that we want to recognize. See, I nominate that European guy for most degenerate stance. <laughs> What's the European? I, uh, he's yeah. one of the big tournament players, but like his whole leg is underneath the machine completely. Wow! To the point where he actually keeps he, he keeps hitting like the rig and stuff. He's so under the machine. It's, wow! It's, yes, <laughs> he's. It looks so uncomfortable. I don't know how he can play that way. I guess I should know his name if I wanted to nominate him. So I failed once again. <laughs> That's okay. I'll look into it though. But uh, actually, nominations officially have. Are closing well as of today, but by the time this comes out, they will be officially closed. Well, Ron but... sometimes puts it out the same day. Well, yeah, yeah? I, I'm Sunday? gonna be super mm-hmm. busy, so maybe either tonight or definitely tomorrow it's gonna be okay. out. Okay, but yeah, the 14th, uh, sorry, the week, uh, two weeks of the 11th is today, and uh, so yeah, we'll see. I'm trying to think, most degenerate pets. So if they like swallow a pinball and shit it out, like just instant win, <laughs> sure, yeah, or just an odd, interesting pet that is into pinball, or you know, just as a Ooh, great the pinball mascot. pig. Like the pinball. Yeah, pig. he was the, actually the inspiration for it, but uh, I haven't heard too much cl- like uh, people clamoring for the pinball pig. There's been other support for other pets. You hear that, there, folks? But... Do you want the pinball pig to win? You better, you better get going on that. It was, it it was definitely consideration. It ain't happening. I'm pushing for Kate. For Linus. Well, we'll oh, Linus. Well, Linus is definitely a big contender for a lot of categories. But Linus is already famous, though. I know. Yeah, still make him more. Yeah. Make him more famous. <laughs> yes. The most famous of the all. The most famous pinball dog ever. It's the most famous pinball dog of, of them all. the year. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yeah, could have so, went better. <laughs> we've got. We've also. We've also tried to do some good as well as with all the silliness and stupidity that we're going to be doing. Um, with um, with the awards for best pinball commentator, we're going to be giving a hundred dollars. I'm personally going to be donating $100 in that the winner's name to uh, Cancer Research for Norma Jennings. And, um, you know, Bruce, congratulations, by the way, on your 26th year anniversary, man. Thank uh, you. Cancer-free. Speaking of that, good for you, man. Congratulations. That's really an incredible milestone, dude. Yep. Thank um, you. It's been a, been a fun time. <laughs> yeah, it's good, you know. It's good, it's good to get a couple more uh, uh, turns around the, the sun. You know? I look forward, bonus to, I look, I look yeah, forward bonus. to seeing that picture every year. What? That picture of you in the bed there. Oh, the chemo bed? That was my first chemo treatment. Where you look like 16 years old in the face. I do. I was 27 there. That was the scary part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Young Bruce. <laughs> Young Bruce. Yeah, and we're also donating $100 to multiple sclerosis for the uh, best, uh, most pinball degenerate operator in, in honor of Al Siak, who was a dege- uh, dege- 100% degenerate Oh, he operator. was degenerate, yes, yes. <laughs> he was a great guy, and uh, he passed away during COVID, uh, during complications, but he he battled with uh, multiple sclerosis his whole life and really kind of almost changed his life uh, uh, and made him a, a kind of have to change his life career uh, to become a pinball operator. 
and really was responsible for a lot of what happened in the New York pinball scene uh, in the 2000s. So big ups to Al. We will always remember him, and we try to honor him with that. And, and of course, uh, the great Lyman Sheets for Pinball Degenerate of the Year. Um, that's the ultimate award that's dedicated to Lyman, who was basically one of the the inspirations for the whole group in general after uh, uh, the uh, IFPA, uh, I think it was 17 or something, oh, 15. It was in 2017. And uh, they all came, all these uh, great pinball players, including Lyman, came to Toronto. We partied real hard after like 14 or 15 hours of straight, super intense competitive pinball. He came out to party at Tilt and... Uh, and it was really great to hang out with him. And, and uh, that's the degenerate life, man. Let's just keep on playing pinball because it's so much fun. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah, so we're going to do some good. And, and if people, it's our, our, like last year we had uh, a viewer match one of our donations. That would be amazing. I encourage that highly. And, uh, yeah, just enjoy the show. If, if anything else, just enjoy the show. And it's going to be pretty silly. It's going to get a little dark this year, I think. Uh, we've got some interesting stuff we've been working on. We're going to have a kind of a side plot that's happening while the, the actual live show is happening. I hope people enjoy and don't get... Don't don't bring the little mini degenerates to watch the show. It's not appropriate. 100% inappropriate for the, the young degenerates. Nice. Nice. <laughs> so... And I have a note here. You, you've also been writing some articles for Nudge Magazine. Yes, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. About someone some people might say Stu sounds a lot like. That would be Python Angelo. Yes, the late, great Python. Uh, I basically asked... Uh, yeah, new, uh, they broke it up into different chapters. Originally, I wrote one whole giant, insane, like 22-page long catharsis of a of a just unbelievable like i almost kind of was channeling python i was staying up all night long and just writing and researching and thanks to great podcasts like the uh silverball chronicles i was able to do some great uh research uh and many other places many other place sources like um pinball news had a lot of uh, his interviews and uh, talks at expo that were archived uh, that were really useful and just interviews from the uh, the notorious um, uh, um, what's it called the top, top cast, cast inter interview, interview. Mm -hmm. yes I will shit on their chest yes yep. yep straight up shit on the chest of your enemies folks that's what he's mm -hmm. gonna do um, <laughs> so it was really a great uh, just an incredible experience in itself just like trying to get it right and uh, trying to separate the man from the myth and and just the the incredible life that he had as an artist and what he believed in and all the insane things that he did to his co-workers <laughs> and uh yeah it's just uh we're releasing it slowly on nudge and i'm hoping and i believe ian's on board with this the editor of nudge uh that we're going to hopefully release it as a separate document uh, like a pamphlet and then uh, any proceeds or uh profit from the pamphlet will go straight to cancer research so do something again good out of that um, and yeah, I mean, Python, I never met the man, but I really do feel very connected to him in, a, in, a, in, a, in a, his belief in what pinball is and what it can be and what's missing in pinball these days. A lot of the magic that I think a lot of people are looking for, especially with the amount of money that they're charging these days, is just, it seems very lacking. I think a lot of people would agree with me that it, it seems very uh, missing in innovation and, and uh, they're putting their energies into maybe things that maybe doesn't really excite 
the more yes it's all about you know, the suits Where, where's the creativity yes. you know yes joe i we could have done some cocaine together would have been great that's yes. what it's all about yes. that's the true pinball degenerate lifestyle that that python embodied yes yeah i remember um one of the expos where he he was probably intoxicated by this point and they he was just playing a bride of pinbot just sitting the ramp over and over it, it was entertaining it's a very makeable ramp. I mean, that was one of the first games that it might I... Be one of the few times hitting that ramp over and over was entertaining, actually, I have to say. <laughs> it's it's a, it's an interesting game. It's a, and if you read, like, Python's words on it, he uh, really uh, he really loved that game in many yes. different ways. Yes, yes, I do. Yes. <laughs> Mechanical action, if you know what I mean. Yes, yes. very physical yes. satisfaction. Yes. <laughs> Kinetic satisfaction. Did you read my Popeye thing? You know, I had a whole backstory on that, too. Yes, yes. That's coming in, I think, in the third chapter. The ah, whole, excellent, excellent. I, Good I job. Read, I read, there's literally, like, an 82-page script that, like, that never got made that had nothing to do with the pinball machine. He just wanted to write, like, a Popeye cartoon. And then there's also the treatment for the, which is about, I don't know, like, 15 pages long for the pinball machine itself, which is equally deranged and insane. And that's yeah, that's gonna be covered hopefully in the next chapter. He's gonna we're gonna be talking about uh, you know the, the the pinball circus and zingy bingy. Oh yes, zingy and bingy. Yes. yes, yes. It's your, all coming. It's, it's all coming, great. folks. Your penis is the flipper. It's great. It's what it's all about. Yes, and you have to get past the the drop target in order to score into the kickout hole, and you just let your imagination yes, fill in the blanks score. that that yes. represents. That's right. That's right. Yeah. For the kids. For the kids, yes. It's all about the kids, you know. (laughs) You know, I thought of Python recently. This is a segue. When I was at the state um, championship series uh, for for New York State, because I was uh, at Skillshot Arcade, and they had one of those uh, multi-Williams games, and one of the games in there is Bubbles. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. And when you look what at bubbles, it's just like, yeah, that's Python. <laughs> just look at the bubbles. I always like that game. That seems like something he would have come up with. Let's make a game in a sink, and you're a bubble. And you get bigger and bigger the more bubbles you collect, yes, right? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. That's like, that's like half the fucking, like, uh, if you go on, like, you know, on any social media, that's like half the stupid web games that are out there where you're something that collects things that makes you bigger, and then you fight other things because you're, like, a bigger than them and you eat them. Like, that's half the games that are, like, these web games, you I know? I was ahead like of these... my time. No, totally, totally. I think it would be genius to like just copy some of Python's games and put them out there as like these dumb apps that are just like pay to play or whatever. Oh god! You know, you make a fortune, dude. Pinball arcade, zingy bingy. Let's play. <laughs> yes. Oh god. Let's make it happen, folks. Oh. Let's make the dream real. Mm-hmm. You ready to go over all our stuff, Joe? We got a full docket sure. here. Okay, let's do it. I'm, I'm, I like always. I will completely zone out during any repair talk. I thought we were talking about something else before this. We, we were. What? Oh. Yeah, ball, balls and sharks' mouths. Balls oh, and sharks' mouths. Oh, <laughs> we have to go there, huh? <laughs> we have. To. Joe is very upset that the it doesn't eat the, <laughs> no. the ball. You know, I, I would have never done that. It definitely it would have ate multiple balls. Actually, yes. in my game, I would have reenacted the Jaws two. I would have had a big like electrified wire it chomps into, and then the whole light show goes off, and you you electrify the shark. That'd be cool. A lot of flashers. 
Yes, lots of flashers. I'll get Dwight on it. He'll be great. Yeah. He'll, he'll program them all. Isn't that right, Bruce? You would love oh, that. God, I'd fucking kick myself right in an ad right then. <laughs> Look, I'm not obs- like I, I look, I'm not even in the market for buying any new pinball machine, but it just seems that this whole thing about, you know, the shark not eating the ball just being such an obvious duh, like why doesn't it do that? It just seems to be part and parcel of just how people feel about how they're getting less for more. You know, I mean, they're getting less in their game and they're paying much, much more. And, I, you know, I, I did listen to the podcast about, you know, Keith talking about how it didn't work and it was boring. And I'm like, they just kind of seem to have given up about it. Like, they didn't really find a creative solution to it. They just kind of gave up on it. And that's kind of disappointing that they just said, eh, whatever, it's not important. And I think it is important to some people that, you know, for especially first-time players, that they have some kind of experience, like how Thing comes out of Adam's family and picks up the ball. There has to be some kind of magical moment like that. It doesn't have to take up much of the game. And, I, you know, I've got the original Jurassic Park where the, the T-Rex comes down and eats the ball. It doesn't do that for every single time you put it in the T-Rex. It just kicks it out of the hole after you do it the first time, right? And I think there's something to be said about that, you know, like people really love seeing that for the first time. But then, yeah, you got to get on with the gameplay and everything. There's a balance, you know, and I think that they really didn't consider that. They just want to just I mean, Keith, he it's just like dream theme. I get it, you know, but still, even so, like, it seems like they didn't really go all the, or they couldn't go all the way. They couldn't get Roy Scheider. Well, they, they tried. They tried. The or on the, the game, they could only use clips from the movie. You they know? tried. They tried, yeah, and, you know, that's fine, you know. But, again, when you put two of the three characters on the playfield, there's, like, a defining absence of the third one. You're like, well, where's Chief Brody? His family didn't respond. Well, apparently it's his ex-wife, or his, whatever. I don't want to get into it, but apparently, yeah, there's, like, some family issues that are just Yeah, like, they, right they sent the thing in, and they never got anything back. And it's just like, okay, so we got yeah. no response, so. Well, you know, I would have pursued a little more. Pursued more. Big, you know, but anyhow. But, you know, but it's just weird that they chose to do the artwork, like, okay, you've got Brody, you've got you've got Quint, and you got Hooper there, but then, you know, it's, it's the movie, anybody knows anything of the movie knows that Roy Scheider's the protagonist of the movie. Where is he, you know? And I get it. They, they they did a good job in the on on the LCD, but you're not playing on the LCD. You're playing on the playfield, right? And uh, I don't know. I just think that there, you know, there's so many things that are everybody, any person who dreams of this game, this dream theme, could have dreamed of so many wild, crazy things. And most of them probably not practical. I understand that, but it just seems like it's generally a disappointment for a lot of people who really are into the theme. And you're dealing with one of the most famous movies ever made. You know, whether you like it or not, it is truly like a landmark film. And I'm a big film guy as well as a pinball guy. It's the guy, first summer know? blockbuster. Well, that technically, no. The Robe from 1960s is the first blockbuster, technically. The Robe? The Robe, yeah. It was the first one that had people lining up down the block, therefore called a blockbuster. Uh, that's why, that's because of the lineups is what they uh, they called the term. Uh, but yeah, it's the first Was that true... Richard Burton in that? I, I think so. Yes, I think you're right. Yes, Richard Burton. It's a, it's a religious biblical story, right? The robe. Anyhow, but uh, it's kind of like the Ten Commandments. But, um, the, but, but yes, definitely of its modern time, of that, of its contemporary time, for sure. Jaws is the biggest. It's, it's the big summer blockbuster like monster film that really changed how movie making was made. Uh, 
afterward. Like they were going for the big bomb, the big weekend uh, take. That's what everybody was focused on after that. Like before that, you had smaller films that just made money over some time. But then after that, studios were really focused on how much money can we make in a weekend, you know? And that's the whole, that's what Jaws' legacy is mainly about. Um, and I love the movie. I, it scared the shit out of me as a kid. I love the characters, you know, and I, I want to have that feeling. I think like most people want to have that feeling in a new medium like pinball and kind of give it a fresh interpretation. And, and it's interesting, but it doesn't feel like it's really following the movie because obviously you're following Quint, which is, a, he's a secondary supporting character. He's the only of the three characters that dies in the movie. <laughs> and you're following him as the protagonist, which is a little weird. And then you've got that backlash where it's Quint's POV of being eaten by the shark, which is interesting. I actually like that. It's interesting, but it's not, it's kind of anachronistic. Like you can see the, you know, they're not that close to the beach where you can see that sign. They're in the middle of the ocean, you know, like, or the, uh, whatever, the, the, the lake uh, up there. So it's like, there's like weird stuff. He's got the machete in the wrong hand. There's like little things that are nitpicky that you're like, eh, it's not quite like it in the movie. But, you know, they, they, they get the idea across of that, that totally horrific, iconic scene where, Quint is like eaten in half, and uh, it's great. We're gonna need a bigger podcast. Everybody's mm-hmm. gonna need a bigger everything. Everybody need a bigger wallet for any pinball machine, oh. you know. Oofa. But you know, I think it's gonna be a success. You know, it's Keith Elwood. You know, he's he knows what he's doing. Obviously, uh, a lot more than I do when it comes to designing pinball. And I think people are gonna really enjoy it. Most people, I haven't had a chance to play it. Have either of you guys got a chance to play? Josh not yet. yet? No, yeah, not yet. Yeah, I think the, the RPC one is arriving this week, Monday. <laughs> yeah, yes. you getting the premium or the pro? This is the pro first, and then we'll have an LE. Okay. Of course, oh, you LE. Will. Wow. <sighs> okay. Cool. LE Land. You should just call it like um, R- so RPC RLE. Mm. Rochester Limited Edition Land. Well, it is a one of kind, one of a kind place. That's for sure. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think Stern's going to do well, and um, it's just yeah, I think people were just expecting a little bit more, especially from the LE Premium side of things, you know. But you know, it's what it is. The the shark's a bash toy. That's fine. You know, it's it is what it is. People are really like, but I'm just, I, again, I'm not that angry about it. I just think it's funny, the whole thing. But people are like, Joe, you got to seek therapy, man. Like, you got to let this go. And I'm just doing it for like the memes and the jokes, you know? Like, I'm just doing it for like just to have some fun and just catch Most like, you know. degenerate troll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, look, that award was last year. Cliff Albert oh, won Cliff, the most yeah, degenerate yeah, troll. And we're never God. doing that fucking award ever again. Never again. Okay, I just want to make that clear. That's that that's is a lifetime award. With him, that's yeah. retired. That's for pretty him, much, okay? Yeah. I wanted that in the pinball group. Okay. Okay. But all right. But yeah, I mean we have a lot of fun. And again, I literally created that award literally specifically for him to tell him to just F off and then leave and, <laughs> and shut up. Basically. Uh, and he took it in great great he took it the best possible way. You know, he took it as a point of pride. He like now he announces, yes, award winning troll. Award-winning I'd like to troll. I'd like to say my opinions on whatever, you know, like when he saw well, the new thing now is board. like, oh no, this isn't a troll. I'm actually telling the truth on this one. That's like the new the well, new thing. You know, that's another level of yeah troll. another level of troll uh, i think but that, whatever you know good for him he's having fun he's having fun so the state championships which happened what three weeks ago now what was it i don't remember 
and provincials, provincials. Provincials, oh, I provincial forgot. Yeah, Canada has provinces two weeks ago. Yeah, there's, two, we- there's two weeks ago. There's seven of the seven provinces. Seven yeah. provinces. Well, that were involved in, I believe. That were involved. So New York State, New York State finals were at the Skillshot Arcade in Syracuse. So how, how, how'd we all do, Bruce? Yeah, I did shitty. Yeah. You did what I did the previous year. Yep. Just fucking walked out. Didn't even get a flip. I didn't even get a flipper on two balls. On two games, I mean. Last two games, even the opponent of me went, wow, you didn't touch it. Well, maybe he didn't mean the ball. Maybe he meant something else. No, he, he knew exactly <laughs> what it was. It was the ball. It sucked. Well, it'll be in New York City next year, so. Yay. <laughs> glad I'm fucking retired. Yeah, glad I'm fucking retired. Yes. Oh, yes, you're retired. Yes, I forgot. Um, so I, I did a little better. Uh, I, I had a buy because I was in the top, what, eight or eight. whatever. Yes, yes. In the first round, we had uh, Zach, our Zach, mm-hmm. versus Ed Z. Yep. Good old Ed Z, maker of fine speaker magnets. Yes, he is. Indeed. And they went at it, and I'm looking, and I was like, oh, man, I get the winner of this. Mm-hmm. And then Zach wins. Like, oh, God, I got to play Zach mm-hmm. again. Yes. I, I had to play him last time. And, and yeah, I, I beat him like 4-1. Yep. Wow. Yeah, that should, that should not happen. That shouldn't happen. Did you pick games that you think that he would be weak on and you would? Uh, no, we both picked games we liked, which a lot of them were the same games. So yeah. oh, like, wow. it worked out you, well for you know, games that we own. So it's like mm-hmm. I, I would normally pick Star Wars and no one else would. He, you know, he would pick Star Wars. Right, so you're we, both maniacs. Because we know it's, it's a great, great game. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> that was the fucking competition with that one. Uh, <laughs> what, was the, what was the final scores on that? I'm curious. What, how did you guys do? Oh, I, I don't remember any of the scores. I I don't even remember what oh, we played. Okay. <laughs> Other than the fact I won in, in five games. That's great, man. I mean, Zach's a really, really good player. Then I moved on again to um, Buffalo's own... Um, Jared. 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 Jared from Buffalo. Another upstater. Mm. We were representing upstate. And it went to seven games. I was down 2-1. Then when I had 3-2, then it was 3-3. And then I lost on Spider-Man. Mm. Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh. But but I I got I got money. That's good. And congrats to the winner, who was a a multiple time winner now, Greg Pavarelli. Oh yeah, yeah. He's a giver too. Yeah, he's a giver. Um (laughs) he tested positive for COVID after the tournament. Oh no, it was him. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then I was uh basically Sick the whole week after that. I and so was uh, Eric. <laughs> Poor Eric was yes. too. <laughs> it's just like, oh, oh god. <laughs> but he's got it out of his system now, so he's good for state. He's for, good for nationals. He's good for nationals. Okay. <laughs> and when's that happening? Yeah, when and is where? that happening? March, I think it is March. Oh, okay. And I think it's. Is that going to be a Jim Belcita's house? I don't I know where it is. Yeah, that's where I believe that's where it is. Down in California. Down in California. Yeah, Holy well, it's his second building. He's he's whatever. Yeah, he's, he's building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a game building. See, to get these events, you need a game building. Anything else there? Let's see. They also had. I played Galaga while I was there. I had to beat the high score. Of course you did. Oh, of but, course but you it, did. But it was on rapid fire, so to me, it wasn't legit anyway. Mm-hmm. And then and then I, I nined it out because you don't want to go over a million or. Or you lose, it won't show the high score. And then when I killed myself off, it had a continue screen. It's like, this says continues on? 
It's like, so I totally don't think that high score that was there was legit. Gotta call, uh, gotta call Billy Mitchell, confirm it. I have to make fun of somebody. Uh, Billy Mitchell? Of- yes, let's make fun no, of no. Billy Mitchell. Actually, no, technically, no. he won his court case, so. I know he did, so he's, he's actually a winner in everyone. No, I have to make fun of uh, IFPA's website. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Okay. The 2022-23 IFPA North American Pinball Championship is in District 82. Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah, they didn't update the eighty, the twenty three. So uh, I'm gonna try to see if I can change. No, the, the it, it might be a district eighty two. No, it's for March 9th, twenty twenty three. Oh, okay. I got the twenty. It's in the wrong, and it's at March seventh at District eighty two. It is District eighty two. Okay. Yeah. So two years in a row. Oh, you know what? It might be the um the World Championships or whatever. Was it in yeah. Europe last year? I don't it remember. Was, yeah, I think it's both. But yeah, when it switches back and forth. So, okay, so that's the thing that's going to be a Jim Belcito's house. Yeah. I'm giving away false information again. Yeah, no, it's this year back at District 82. Maybe somebody next year can host. Maybe. 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 Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> well, speaking of staying tuned, we, we plugged Stomp last episode, like big time. We, we did. Gave, we gave the date multiple times. We gave the date multiple times, and then we found there was a tournament. Yes, then. Possibly. Then possibly. Bruce received a call. <laughs> See, on the hotline on the hotline on the slam tilt hotline d- direct call from one of the people involved saying uh yeah our, our thing might be that weekend so might be that weekend we're trying to get back to it so the new date will be the weekend after memorial day which will be may 30th june 1st and june 2nd it's really gonna be four days but you're gonna be paying for three days when we have zach on in two weeks oh we're gonna have zach on we are going to have Zach on. We will talk about all our the stuff. Zach, because there's like our 30 Zach. Zachs in pinball. Yes. I know. It'll be our Zach. Uh, we will be talking about what each tournament consists of. We're going to have a women's tournament. It'll be three days of pinball fun. And hopefully we'll talk about something else in two weeks. Oh. Hopefully. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Do I know what that is? You do. Oh, kind of. Yes, I, you do. I can guess. I think I can guess what it is. Well, Bruce wants me to become a partner. I do want oh. Ron to become a partner in our I don't know PC. how that works when I'm like four hours away, but... He wouldn't have to work it. He's a silent partner. I'm a silent for tournaments. partner. Uh, yeah. Well, well yeah, I'll, I'll run the rig. Yes, I know you'll run the rig. Uh, that I can do. But the good thing is, at Stomp, me and Ron will not be playing. We will be broadcasting and helping out with technical sides and that kind of stuff. So oh, broadcasting. That'll be good. 64 people, possibly... We might even be able to go up to more, but I'm just saying 64 right now, unless we have a big wait list. You mm, probably won't. That's half of Pinburg. It would be half of Pinburg. What a nice segue. Oh, yes. And that, <laughs> well, and the tickets for Pinburg go on sale this Monday. Tomorrow. This tomorrow. tomorrow. At five. And Bruce, and Bruce is going to try to help me out. Yes, with dad. With dad. Unless you get unless you get the biggie. Oh, yeah. So, okay. So they, well, first, there's going to be 24 more people. Uh, yes. yes. It's 144 so, now instead yes, of 120. And what yes. they're going to do... And wait, wait. They're actually giving away 16 spots or 14 spots to places to have tournaments run. Yeah, like satellite events so you yes. can win. Yeah, which they used to do back in the yes, day. They did. People, yeah, they did. Yep. I don't know if anyone remembers that. Back in the day, that used to be one of the things like you could get a free... Yeah, whatever. If you've got yeah. It. yeah, I don't know if it was Pinburg though. It might have been like a free pop. No, it's Pinburg. It no, was Pinburg. Okay, it was Pinburg. So, yep. What they're doing is the the regular tickets go on sale at 12 p.m. Eastern time. Yes. But at 11 a.m. Eastern time, an hour before, they will have 10, 10 tickets that will be on sale 
probably for half a second. <laughs> that would be $1,000. For the super supporters. And basically, if you get one of these, then you get an every pin bird for however long this group runs it. You, you get it, but you got this, the thousand dollars will pay for this pin Berg, but future pin Bergs, you still have to actually pay for the pin yeah, Berg yeah, part, yeah. but yes. you get like you a, get a, code. a code that will just get you in. Yes. You have to pay, you get the, like a day or two before you get to pay the fee before anyone else does. You're a guaranteed entry. If you want it to be, it doesn't, it's not transferable. It's not anything like that. Cause I know people asked about that also. It's just you. So if Ron gets that, then I don't have to do anything. If Ron doesn't get that, yeah, if, I got to work. Yeah. Because if I can get that, then I'll try to get my dad in at the 12 o'clock hour. And yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. It's, it's all going to well, That'll be a story instantly. with Zach next two weeks from now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty, wild. Pretty wild. Are you going to try, Joe? I'm going to try. And you know what? I'm thinking of maybe even going even if I don't get in because I just want to see it. And I love Pittsburgh, and I love the people that are putting oh, that very good, event very on. Very great area. And there's also the 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 whatever the the um the side tournament there to play. You know, it's not like it's just Pinburg and that's all. And you know, I just I uh, miss you know the people. And it's so also five minutes from there. the old warehouse, so you could like yes, drive by and check it out. Like that's where it used to be. Oh that's yeah, the place. And that's Carnegie. The place. Carnegie, yes. Oh. The home of Hannes Wagner. Oh, really? Yes. That's wow. where he was born and raised. Hollis hmm. Wagner. There That's go. why that, there's a couple pictures in the town. Oh, that makes sense. Wow. Yep. I read the biography of Hannes Wagner. It's pretty good. He was a good basketball player. He was a great basketball player. <laughs> and he was great at baseball, too. Oh, yeah. No, he actually had, a tr- uh, during the off-seasons, in the winter, he would play indoor basketball. And he had a team. So, Ron, you are actually right for once. Oh, I was trying to make a joke, and somehow that backfired bad. It did backfire bad. That's why I love doing that to you. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, I'm love, an asshole. Love giving them the backfire. Oh, yeah. Where is Stop taking place again? At the beautiful Rochester Pinball Collective, suite number 2965 in beautiful East Rochester, New York, 135 West Commercial Street. Oh, no, 349. Good job. Yeah, try that again. 349 West Commercial Street. There you go. And, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm hoping we'll get a sellout. I think it's going to be a good price for everything going on. I'm going to talk this week to two hotels about uh, blocks. One person wasn't in at the one hotel, so I was like, I'll just wait till they can get both people for both hotels. They were about a mile, mile and a half away. There's nothing going on that week in Rochester, thank God. And we'll see if we can get this all done. Mm-hmm. And something else might be coming down the pike, too. Oh, oh, okay. Yep. So that's a good thing. But hopefully we get a sponsor like Ron to be another owner. <laughs> An owner. <laughs> An owner. So uh, what else do I got here? For for news items, I got I got this note here. J-Pop, Alice in Wonderland. Ugh. Oh, God. God damn it. But there was rumors that, like, the, a company's going to be making that. And I thought, I thought, like, if, that's even, if that is remotely true, it can't be an American company. It's going to be a European not. company. Yeah. And if, if I'm going to pick one, I would say Dutch. And I guess that is a rumor that it's Dutch. Well. I hope that's not true. Because they're supposed to be doing Back to the Future. I mean, what? What? How many of these would they even sell? I don't. I don't think anyone should ever do anything associated with J-pop, like ever. Okay, so you don't play any J-pop games ever. 
No, I'm saying associate with him in the future ever with any of his stuff. It has a stink on it, these games. Well, it could pay off debt to other people, though. Uh, uh, it could. I don't if know. They buy the, if they buy the design. So if they buy this, it'll help an early achiever, a Big Lebowski person, finally get their game. Is that what you're saying? Or maybe paying off the debtors that he still has. He might have an outstanding debt. Oh, he's de- yeah, he's got outstanding yeah, exactly. lots so of things. Saying. So it might so actually Bruce help is out. Like, yeah, go for it. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying you're not looking all the options. I'm not. I'm looking. doing the Zach now. Oh, okay. Very compassionate, Bruce. Very compassionate. Well, you know, that, that is weird, yes. But Bruce likes J-pop. I think that's the title no, of the episode. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying, you know, don't shut it out before you know all the facts. Okay. It could be helping something. Like, if they sell it for $5,000 or $10,000 to Dutch, everything, maybe somebody will get 150 or $200 or $300 towards that debt. There's a lot of, I know, a lot of people who built boards and everything like that, that J-pop owes, like, Five to seven thousand dollars too. Jesus. Hey, so there could be money. For so you're somebody saying else. Dutch is doing this out of the kindness of their heart, and they're just going to no, give all this fucking, money? No, they're lazy too because they don't know how to design anything. So you know, it's only been eight years or ten years. Ten years, a big Lebowski. But yeah, if yeah. they caught up, finally. Hey, congratulations! You haven't only scammed people for ten years. You get a, you get a degenerate award. There you go. <laughs> what longest scam? Long haul scam. The long haul scam. No, the longest wait for a pinball machine. Oh man! How about that? I think that is a fucking degenerate yeah, award. You can't say long haul scam since everyone eventually got their games. They it got just, their thing. No, the just longest wait. Years. Yeah, longest yeah, wait. The longest, yeah, longest the wait for a game. Yes, that might that might be possible. That is. It's even longer than that's longer than Big Bang Bar was. Exactly. Man. Yeah. Big Bang Bar was five years. Whew. Yeah. Ten. Wow. Fucking yeah. years. But so, so you're saying that still some of the early adopters that the early I think achievers they're, still they're, have they're under they're almost there. They're, they're under, under 10. 10. They're, they're yes. going oh, to get to them. They're going to so get to them. So think about it. 10 years. Yeah. Oh, and don't forget, if you bought another machine, you still had to pay for that one. Another machine? What do you mean? Like, say, if you wanted another, if you wanted to get one of the newer machines. Oh, the, the newer Big Lebowski. Yes. yes. You had to buy oh, yeah, a newer one, to one to get, one. and yeah. you couldn't get out of the old one. Yeah. Yeah. Which Got was it. real holy. Let me just grab those hips and start dry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, fuck my ass. Holy shit. Wow. <laughs> you know, we should go for, um, for the next. Then my next subject here, most uh, degenerate rumor. Oh, degenerate oh, rumor. You know okay. what? That American pinball's for sale. It's not for sale. This came up in, I believe, it was a pinball party podcast. Yeah. Someone got a text like during the podcast, like, oh, American pinball's for sale by Aimtron. No, they're not. Well, he- here- here's the thing, though. Again, Mr. Fix, Myth of Fix, baby. David Fix, baby. I'm a man hey, pinball. That's right, baby. I've been on like three different podcasts in the last three weeks, baby. That's three hours of David Fix, baby. Yeah. I'm not making that up. It's like three yes. hours. He was on the Super Awesome Pinball Show, Pinball Profile, and I just got – he was on the um, Pinball News uh, yes. uh, podcast. podcast. Yeah. And yeah. like, oh, my God. Holy stop. cow. Stop. Stop. But he, when he was on Pinball Profile, and um, oh, hi Jeff of Pinball Profile, hi Jeff. we hey were Jeff. mentioned in his episode of the ten most um, was it interesting we or, or uh, oh you didn't when hear we it? Host- no, I didn't hear it yet. I'm I've been busy. I'm saving him for the cruise okay, and so, for the flight. Okay, yes. I'll, I okay. won't say anything. Just listen to the episode. So what was I saying? Oh, so he 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 was on Pinball Profile. Mm-hmm. 
You know that Family Guy episode where it, they say um, that Peter, I, he always goes too far, and he's like defibrillating somebody, and a guy comes back to life, like, oh, thank you, and he defibrillates him <laughs> again, again and kills him? Yeah. <laughs> That's what this was, because David Fixed Baby, he goes on there, and he says, like, totally false, we are not for sale, we're doing good. Not for sale, baby. Not for sale, not baby. For sale, baby. No way. Then he follows it with... Earlier, we were looking for investors, and maybe that's where that rumor got started. Like, Jesus, no. Uh, uh, why did you say that? Yeah, you, you just now fed more into you fe- it. I mean, uh, when, when can you remember pinball companies looking for investors? Uh, Stern, when they almost went out of business. Yep. Jersey Jack, when they almost went out of business. Uh, alert, alert. Oh, and by the way, when we're asking for Ron to be another owner, it's not a bad thing. <laughs> it's oh, a good yes. thing. Yes, yes. It's a R- good thing. RPC is doing just fine. Just fine. I want it for another thing. But they thing. are looking at other investors. <laughs> yes. We're looking at other investors for other things, which is good things. But it's just like, why? Why did I you know. say? You, you went too far. You could have just like, unequivocally, we are not for not sale. Not for sale. And he could have like. And ra- full stop. Yeah. yeah, we're making a new board set. We spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on we it. We got company- two new service techs that look like they never touched a pinball machine in their life. No, Don't worry about it. That's not true. Come on. <laughs> they got Lloyd from uh, SS Billiards, who's been doing it I know, for like it. 50 years. They pay their dues, man. And, Ma- and what was the other guy? Maurice, I think he worked at Galloping Ghost Arcade. He was their pinball yeah, tech know. there. Uh, we had their former pinball tech on, actually, in a previous episode, Mr. Mr. Brennan. Mm-hmm. I like Mr. Brennan. Mr. Brennan did a lot of work for a that A lot company. of people like Mr. Brennan. And when he yeah. left, they had another tech. They they left in December. Yeah. So now they have. Yeah, now they have. But the thing, Lloyd's in Minnesota, right? Exactly. So, that's so he's doing be, it out of his hat. He's going to be, be remote. Out of the shop. Yes. I, I exactly. Assume, I assume Maurice, since he worked at Galloping Ghost, he has to actually be in Chicago. In Chicago, So yeah. he would be there. But, I mean, most of the support's going to be over the phone anyway. So it doesn't really matter if you're huh. on site. Yeah. Uh, oh, let me go look at this part. <laughs> I think oh, I think sure Lloyd probably have the games on hand. Yeah, I think Lloyd you know? said they're going to be sending him the game, like all their their current lineup, so he has them there for yeah, reference. Yeah, that makes sense. And that makes, that sense. makes a lot of sense. Yep. Yes. So that's that's. Oh yeah, they had this stream. Oh god, that whole thing. So the the rumor comes out at the for sale from the pinball party podcast. It's like on a Wednesday that yes. night. That night. Oh my god. That <laughs> night they're streaming the, on on Ryan McQuaid. His his old uh, Twitch channel they hadn't streamed on since he he got hired at American, and I turn on and, and they're streaming from American Pinball headquarters, and they're streaming Final Resistance. No, it was Hot Wheels. No, 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 no. You guys don't have the top line. That you don't have the timeline right. That came out on a Wednesday. That night they were streaming on Ryan McQuaid's Twitch channel. Oh, mm. okay. Like, was like Ryan McSquid, McSquid or something it's called, yeah. his, his channel. Mm-hmm. He hadn't streamed there since since he started American. All of a sudden, it's on, and it said, like, right on the bottom, from API, you know, American Pinball, whatever, theater, whatever the hell it said. And and they're playing, he's playing Final Resistance, and then everyone else shows up. Like, Steve Bounds there, Dave Fix was there. Everyone's like, what the hell? Like, why are they playing a number? You're playing another manufacturer's game, which I never understood 
when like Dead Flip would do that after he'd been hired by Stern, yeah. he would still be. I never understood that. But they're, not only are they is another uh, competitor, but their their latest game, the Final Resistance. Mm-hmm. It's not even like it's an older game they're not selling anymore. Yeah, I know. It's oh. like, hey, here's this game they're selling right now that we're playing. I didn't understand that. So I'm no. I'm watching the stream. And it's like, okay, when's someone going to mention in the chat? And sure enough, someone came up like, hey, I heard you guys are for sale, which they they did not address. They just surprise, completely surprise. ignored, they just, they they ignored just, that. They just, they just passed. Yeah, okay. yes. Interesting. So then, but then at the end of that stream, they announced like starting Wednesdays, you know, next Wednesday, we're going to be streaming every week. Yes. You right. know, and we're going to be streaming American pinball games on, you know, et cetera. And then before, okay, before the next Wednesday announced, we're going to have a major announcement. Ooh. So everyone's like tuning into the stream. I looked at over a hundred people watching it on a new, on a new channel. Like they have their own channel now, American pinball. Yep. And they were streaming a Hot Wheels. And, yeah, they they had the announcement of the Duna service tax. And at the end of the stream, they announced that they have a new board set. Because mm-hmm. they have been using the um, P-Rock. Yes. How many people were using P-Rock that aren't using it now? A lot. You have American Pinball. Spooky did it for a couple games. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Haggis used it. Yes, they did. I think they're the main ones. Yeah, because Chicago Gaming has their own proprietary thing. Barrels of Fun is using Fast. Haggis has moved to Fast. They're using Fast now. Padretti, your favorite Italian company, they're going to be using... Hey, we make a pinball good, and we fuck everyone good. Hey, nice and dry. (laughs) (laughs) Nice and dry. (laughs) Like everybody loves. Everybody loves a nice and dry. We make it good. You know, I, no matter what you say, Bruce, I still want to buy an alien pinball, man. Oh, like, oh my god, no, you don't. No, you don't. Yeah. Oh my god, we watched Zach play it yesterday. But that uh, game I looks tell awesome. you, we, we have a three of people in this a podcast, and two of them are Italian. That's true. Yeah, and what's your fucking point? And one that isn't <laughs> is doing a terrible Italian accent. Hey, I do it well. The uh, fuck are you? Fuck are you? <laughs> but the parent company of American Pinball, Amtron, they make circuit boards. Yes, I'm honestly do. surprised it took this long. I get why they went with it at the beginning because they wanted to get up and running, mm-hmm. but I'm surprised they didn't do this sooner. But I guess the interesting thing is supposedly these are going to be backwards compatible, so you can replace your P Rock and like a Houdini with this oh. if you had to, which I thought was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yep. What would be the advantage to that? Sustainability. Well, they can make their own boards, so if they have an issue and they got to ship a board out to a customer, they don't have they to don't have use to another company's yeah. boards. They can use their own. Like, oh, okay. here, just replace, okay. just replace your P-Rock board with this. Yep. Yep. So it's mostly an advantage to them. It's not really an advantage to the user, per se. No. Or no, the, the yeah. game like, so experience. It's always an advantage okay, to the company. Hey. It's like Stern's whole system. It's, it makes it easier to manufacture. It's not necessarily easier for the customer. No. No. But to be fair, I, the spike system seems to be pretty good. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I've heard it's, it's, it's been o- it's been okay, except for the node boards. Yes, I mean it's not like it's not like the rocks that White Star and Sam were. I've heard more stuff about spike than I ever heard about those other systems. Yes, but <sighs> so yeah, so Americans not for sale, but we're looking for investors at one time. That's right, baby. We're totally not for sale, baby. We are the American dream. You can't buy the American dream, baby. 
That's right. Our next game is going to be Barry Alcala. It's going to be some food truck action, baby. Actually, I don't know if it's food truck or what it is. Poor Ryan. I, I, what, he's going to have to wait like till he's old and gray to make him a, a game for American Pinball, man. I know. It's unbelievable. Like The poor guy is just printing... 3D printing stuff, like toys and stuff, all day long. That's right, it's going like, to be, what, Barry Ouser? Then it's going to be oh, the, what, Whitewater sequel. I think it's the one after that. Yeah, yeah. It's the Whitewater sequel, folks. Trust me. Yeah, it is. It's the Whitewater it sequel. So, yeah, it's just very weird how that goes about. <laughs> you know, I don't understand it. I really don't. There's no there's no understanding, Bruce. There's no understanding. Hey, baby! <laughs> That's right, baby. It's, it's all about it's, it's all about our awesome booking, baby. It's all about original themes. It's, it, that's what people want. They're sick of the same licenses, baby. Yeah, the same licenses. Yeah, that's <sighs> right. That's right. I'm sure Python would agree. Isn't that right, Python? Yes, yes, original content. Don't let the suits tell you what to make. You make what you want. There you go. <laughs> wow. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Um... You know, we could do Game You Like, Game You Hate, but we did that last time with Joe. But maybe he likes it or hates more games. Well, he loves Jaws. <laughs> I, no, I've played it. I don't know. I, again, I don't hate He hates game. Jaws. We know that. Um, we know that. Yep. Oh, yep. my God. Jesus. <laughs> Why doesn't it eat the ball? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's become its own ironic thing now where it's like, oh, does it, it eat is. the ball? Does it eat the ball? It could be the most degenerate non Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll see. You know, we'll see this year who wins certain awards. You got to tune in. Got to tune in. When when do we have to tune in in again? February 18th at noon Eastern. That's uh, the Sunday after Super Bowl Sunday. This is on Facebook. On Facebook. Yeah, you got to be part of the Facebook group, unfortunately. It's going to be on Facebook Live. It's it's, so, it's, a, um, it's a closed door policy, folks. You have no, to be not, you have to be a certain a, level of degeneracy look, to get into the group. Answer. You know, it's really funny. People just cannot. Oh, is it one of those like you have to answer like uh, what was the first pinball yeah. game with flippers or something? No, you don't have to. You just have you to answer literally any pinball machine just to keep the bots out. Okay, just that's the the baseline. Just basically name your favorite. You don't even have to be your favorite. Just name a pinball machine you're in, and then just agree to not be a jerk. You know. All you need to do is do click, click, just two little ticks. You need I to show put a in picture of a flipper. Like, what is this? Sure. <laughs> but it's just like, yeah, it's not. I'm. I just try. I'm just trying to keep the ding dongs and the bots out of the group. That's the whole point. It's not to be elitist or anything like that. I want as you know, we're almost at two thousand people now. It's great, you know. And uh, I'm, you know, everybody's really cool and really chill, and, and it's great. It's a great. You know, two thousand. Very... There's more. 2, there's more 000. degenerates than there are slam tilt listeners. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I uh, okay. Ah, uh, hey, Bruce. Yes. It's time for the mailbag. Oh, the ball I love bag. Ball bags. The ball bag. Drain those yes. balls. You gotta drain those balls. Okay, let's open up the ball bag, which I don't, uh, I didn't have open. Very nice, Bruce. Very classy. You're welcome. You know classy, I don't have time classy. to edit, so you're gonna like be disgusting. Yep. Yep, I just had my swig of coffee. Wait, that makes you just belch when you drink coffee. Yeah, when I really try to, you know, down it. Uh, oh God. All right. But I can do it on command if you like, too. Uh, so can I, Bruce, but I won't because that's disgusting. <laughs> See, so you're just, you know, disgusting also. No, I don't do I don't do it. Just, did that you just means say you I can have do it class. In- just You're classy, pretty classy. I can machine gun it, too, if you would like, but not, Ooh, I don't want to do that. 
machine gun it? Yeah, you could just belch continuously over and over and oh, over. Oh, wow. Yeah. I have that hard <laughs> yes. I go to that one. I can make wow. my stomach growl at will also. Another wonderful really? ability. Yes. Wow, that's weird, man. And make my knees crack at will, which is fun when you just crouch down and they go out and you're just like, oh, my knee! Uh, just kidding. <laughs> wow, Good to screw people. You have many strange talents. Uh, every, uh-huh. Everyone has a strange thing. Like My father can do this thing where he can crack his ear. It's pretty disgusting. With wow. his hand or just on its own? Uh, well, no, you can hold it and like... Really? Okay, yank on it. Like, wow. yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's kind of... Yikes. Yeah. All right. You're Let's, just not right, Bobby. Yeah, that's right, Bobby. <laughs> I'm here squeaking. Who's squeaking? That's me. Stop squeaking, Bruce. I don't need to edit this shit out. You'll edit it out. No, I'm, I'm not. I don't have time. <laughs> I'm squeaking because I'm reading on the chair. And I'm moving around. Stop moving around. I got to move around right no, now. No, you so. don't. Yes, I do. <laughs> Unless that coffee you had just went through you and you have to it go might to the bathroom. Be, it go. might be going right yeah. through me. Oh, God. All right. Um, oh, like remember last week we, we were trying to come up with uh, initials for Slam Tilt? Uh, I think, wait, STDs? Yes. Like, what that could that mean? Is this is... Uh, <laughs> So we have this. This one's from Tyler. Hi, Tyler. Hi, Tyler. He says, "With all this talk of STDs on episode two twenty two, I vote the STP fans be named the Slam Tilt Dildos." Ooh! Oh God! So our fans are all dildos. Huge dildos. <laughs> it's, it's Tyler, the acknowledged son of Pinbot. Ah. Uh, okay. Dildos. Okay, we have. <sighs> God. We this, can have a lot of dildos. We can have motorized dildos and non-motorized dildos. Okay. Uh, Le- different levels. So this next one's from Cole. <laughs> Hi, Cole. It says, uh, "Hi there, hey there, awesome cronies." Oh, wait a minute. That's the other podcast. Did he send it to the wrong thing? By the way, I'm on another podcast. You mentioned it earlier. The the Silverball Chronicles, which can be heard on the Pinball Network. Our latest episode, part two of our Capcom episode, just came out. And we, we just recorded another episode. Wow, look yeah, at you. You're yeah. like... Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, so Cole says, just listen to the last podcast. And as usual, you guys just don't disappoint. When Bruce said he was going to do extra plugs, oh my, I got scared. And thank God this was an audio podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine my relief when he was just promoting Kathy's travel agency. Hope yes. all goes well with that venture. You thank two you. deserve it. After the COVID fiasco with the Silver Ball Saloon. Yes. Let's see. We're listening to you guys talk about Jaws. A few things came across my mind. Let's see. One, why does Josie hate shark? What? Oh, my God. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, just kidding. That's not fair. <laughs> that would have been fucking awesome. People don't care. Well, it says, the reason the shark wasn't seen much in the movie is that it didn't work most of the time. Well, it name, his name was Bruce. Yes, that's why. I don't work at all. That just goes to show things named Bruce are usually broken and not quite right, which is why we love them. Oh, yes. There you go. For all the people out there complaining that there's not a ball-eating shark, <laughs> my, su- my suggestion is get $20, a shark mask, and go downtown, and you will be able to get a shark to eat your balls. <laughs> if the one said the mech sucked, I'm going to take his word for it. He has only produced some of the best, most fun games to play. I would rather have other cool mechs like the reels, sideways spinner things, than a dressed-up scoop. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have to agree with that. I'm sure, number three, I'm sure another manufacturer would have done a ball-eating shark like Pinball Brothers, Spooky, or Dutch. But then you would either never got your game or it just wouldn't work. <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> Thanks for all you do and the great content you put out. Oh, my. One of your equally broken, I like this, slam tilt degenerates. Wow. Whoa, there you go. See. That's what We're the STD stands We're for. Still, We're stealing yes. it. We're, We're stealing STDs. It. Our fans are STDs now. Yes. <laughs> nice. I like the STDs. I STDs. Like That's good. I like that. All right. Slam tilt degenerates. Let's see. This is from Daniel. He says, what's up, guys? Can you talk about firepower and the things you like and dislike about the game as well as your tournament strategy? Thanks, Daniel. Okay. Don't play it. <laughs> okay. What do I – well, we're, we're slam till don't go. Don't go for the targets because they're too easy to rebound back at you. Uh, sure you do. Yes. Yes. Wow. I, I go the opposite. I go the Josh Sharp philosophy. Go get all the targets, get a set of them, and then just rip the spinner yep, all day. That's it. Well, that's what you try to do. But that's, that's, I don't... Uh, that's what I don't like about the game because the tournament yes. strategy is completely different than how you would want to play it for fun. Exactly. Because right, uh, you, you, you like the spinner and you hit spinner repeatedly. Because yes. the lanes give you bonus and the spinner is the spinner. It's lit. It gives you points. And you just do yes. that over and over and over and over and over and over. What I like about the game is all the stuff you should they should have been incentivized to go to, yes. which is starting the cool multi-ball with the, the first real multi-ball intro sequence in the history of pinball. Yes. Fire power. Imagine power. if you would never see, I mean, yeah, sure. EMs had multi-ball, but nothing, this was, this set the precedent for Williams that every multi-ball had to have some kind of intro sequence, had to be some kind of cool thing. Yes, I'm sure Python, I would agree. You need some kind of presentation that's cool. You know, like on my game, Bride of Pinpot, when you, you bring her to life, you know, that is incredibly cool. You need a show. Mm, but that's money what, show. Yeah, that's what, a, that's what Firepower does. It's got the countdown, you know, five, four, three, two, three, two one. one. Fire, fire one. Fire, fire two, two. Fire three. That's awesome. That's what I like about Firepower. And they ripped it off. Like every game after, every game after that had to have, and, and not uh, and, and the show. other manufacturers didn't always do that. And a lot of the other ones, multi ball just kind of starts. Yes, it just it just releases balls. Like, uh, I mean, sometimes they would do it. Like at least Xenon says, like you know, exit one, exit two. But I, most of them would just like say one line and release the balls. Mm-hmm. I agree. Where's the presentation? Presentation. Where's See, the money shot? That's what Jaws is missing. That's what Jaws is missing. Well, I think. I think what's missing in a lot of the modern games is that presentation. We, we like went the other way. Because when you only have like one multi-ball or two, you need a big presentation because you special. only have one it's or two. It's a special moment. Yeah. yeah. Now you have five different multi-balls in the game. How are you going to do that? There are exceptions like Bond. Uh, uh, well, I'm thinking Godzilla. I was thinking Bond. The first time you the... lock the third ball in that thing, and the building mm-hmm. fucking goes down, mm-hmm. and it starts playing. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh fuck yeah! All right, yeah, where, where do great. I send my money? Where's my money? Get, I need this. Take now. my money. <laughs> Take my money, please. Like I said, right in the chat when they streamed that the first time was right in the chat. Like they just sold like a thousand units based on that multi-ball intro yes. sequence alone. Yeah, yes. it's a moment. It's great. It's a moment. And it's a mechanical action, you know. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, I, action. I, it's thematically... It's like having a ball put into a shark's mouth. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Uh, so thank you, Daniel. Daniel, my brother, you are older oh than me. See, it's topical because Elton John pinball. Have you got a chance to play it, Bruce? I don't, nope. you, you, oh, wow. Still no. I know. Nope. For, I gotta know play Ron, it, Bruce. you played it at Expo. I think you would like it, Bruce. 
I really do. It's an amazing oh, game. It doesn't blind you. It shoots good. Well, that, that's a win right that's there. That's a win right there. But it's surprising, <laughs> even during the slower kind of ballad tracks, it's still really fun and exciting Yeah, that surprised me. They were able to do, yeah. I didn't think I would be rocking out to your song while playing a pinball machine. <laughs> <Right, yeah. laughs> but it's just, it's got, it's got a groove. You know what I mean? Like, it's got a mood and a vibe. That's just really engaging, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. And you really feel like you're at a, I'm, again, it's cliche, but you feel like you're at a either a concert or you're almost like you're directing a, an Elton John music video on the fly as you're playing the game. It really has that vibe where you're creating something, you're building something, and and the visuals are just incredible. And the lighting, of course, is just spectacular. I mean, it's just, it, again, it's the complete opposite almost of Jaws, right? Like, oh, like man. It's, it's got... The presentation—it's wow. wow. the Well, I mean, in a way, yeah, it is, right? I mean, they're both really shooting great shooting games. Sure, they're great. I'm sure they're great, both great shooting games. But it's just there's so much of an emphasis on the presentation and the, the whole experiential thing. Yeah, but you you, you know? paid like over five thousand dollars extra for that presentation. That's just money, man. <laughs> yeah, sure, but that's I mean. Yeah, but like in how much more are we going to be spending in like five more years? You know, like that, like fifteen hundred dollars, fifteen thousand dollars is going to be like nothing, like like you know the the LEs and premiums were like five six years ago. You know, I mean, I mean that that's the games are forever, man. So you know, Bruce. I don't know. You know, Bruce. Anyway, the thing is, what I really mean, yours are the sweetest eyes I've ever seen. And I bought this machine and I'm poor now. And I'm down on my luck. Oh, yeah. Oh man! The only thing, the only thing I disagree with Jack is when he, whenever they ask about his price, it's like, well, the games make two twice as much on location. Really? Well, how no, many games don't. are you? Well, first of all, that's debatable, right? But really, are the games really made for? Are the games really made for location? His are aren't. Really, like, no, like not that's his. what I'm saying, right? So, really, let's be real. They're for collectors and high end buyers. Yes, high end collectors. He's catering to those people, right? He knows be real stuff. about that, yeah. right? He's 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 making money for people that have money, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's a different. It's a smart choice. It's he, they basically own that particular niche of the market the entire time. There's really no other competitor. You know, like they're the high end. They're the Ferrari, the Lamborghini of pinball. That's great. Stay hey, that way. Hey, oh, hey, oh my God! Don't, 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 don't be talking about no Italian thing here. We got. We do everything good. We do everything good. Yeah. I will say, oh, I, I've seen oh, some shit. of the. Um, <laughs> I've seen some of the unboxing videos out there of Elton John, and it is, they do put a lot of money in those games. Like the amount of yeah. stuff that's in there. They didn't want to lower prices, so they put a lot of the shit in there that was extra before. So it, it was like the rad cows look awesome. Spectacular. Yeah. You lift the play field up and like, oh, the shaker motor's there. Like, oh, oh look, side art, art blades. It, it comes with it. It comes with a topper. Let me let me just say, if you were given a choice to show somebody who knew nothing about what modern pinball looked like, would you choose Venom or would you choose Elton John? Elton to show John. Someone, Elton, Elton John. John. Duh, duh. There you go. Done. What it looks like, yes. But then would you put two price tags up? Yes. You know what the person is going to pick? The cheapest one. Yeah, Yeah, but that's just with anything. No, they're they're going to go like, they cost that much? Fuck that. That's what they're going to say. Why am I going to get in this hobby? (laughs) Holy shit. Holy shit, I thought it was like $500. Yeah. I mean, like at this point, at that price point, I'm priced out of both those levels, right? Of course. I mean, so it doesn't matter to me. The thing about the pricing, if you look at the relative pricing, in other words... Bruce would remember this. 
Okay, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. You have Spider-Man Pro, right? Then you have Spider-Man LE. What do you get? You get a completely different cabinet art package. Yes. A mirrored back glass. Yes. Different art. Yes. On that too. You get the shaker motor. Yep. You get chrome side rails, yep. chrome lockdown bar. Yep. Uh, how much more was it than the regular? $900. Was it even that? I thought it was like $500. It was like maybe five or $600. Yeah, yeah five or $600 more. That's it. And I remember when I went to order ours, he's like, what was the game after Spider-Man he was trying to sell me on? It was uh, Big Buck Hunter or something. Like, No, no that, it was Indiana Jones. It was Indiana Jones. Oh, he's like, you oh, need boy. to buy Indiana Jones. We're like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even see it yet. I'm like, nope, I want Spider-Man, you know, uh, you know. Yeah, and we bought it from Pinball Sales. Yes, we did. <laughs> from yeah, Jack Winery himself. himself. Yes. Yep. I heard they hugged it out in the UK. There's a picture of There's it. There's a picture of it, yeah. Did they hold themselves close, little tiny the dancer? Tiny dancer. <laughs> I think it was Pinball. Oh, my the <laughs> Pinball. I think it was Pinball Heaven. It's yeah. uh, um, their, yeah. their um, Facebook page. Yeah, I thought it was fake, but I've heard multiple people mention it like it's real, so no, I'm going to yeah. assume it's real. I mean, they've done, like, you know, they're competitors, right? They're businessmen, and, and obviously, but they're also people that also love pinball. Like, like they don't have to, like, be vitriolic enemies, you know? But like, it's, it's it a cooler storyline, though. They have a history. If it wasn't for Gary Stern, Jack would never have been in business. You know, I mean, that this wouldn't have happened. Well, not really, not really. He did have uh, his other, his okay, other well, business. Well, he maybe sold. He would have sold like Gottlieb games, like in uh, Williams games. But yeah. I mean, he was a distributor for Stern. You know, like mm-hmm. he also sold that. Uh, what was it? Um, the Shuffle Bowler, the Parker Bone, Parker, Parker Bone, Bone and the also, third, and he did oh, also yeah. Redemption Machines. Mm-hmm. Okay, but hey, look, I, it's all part of the ecosystem, man. There's no reason why people need to be enemies based just on the fact that they're competitors in business. Like, you can treat people with respect, you know, and, and, and you know, it's just, it's it's nice to see. And as long as the shark eats your ball, you're, you're cool Sure, yes. Yeah. It has to eat my ball, though. Has oh, to eat my. my ball. Oh, <laughs> oh Joe's my. becoming called one nut around. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, one ball wonder. One ball wonder. One ball wonder. Ball wonder. All right. Jesus. This, uh, this next one is from Soren. Hi, Soren. Hey, Soren. Time to see. Oh, he's going. Uh, looks like this is about my. Remember the last episode I talked about the loudness wars mm-hmm. and how, how much trouble I had finding any good non compressed to fuck versions of Elton John music? So he says, Hi, Slam Tilt. Yes. We're like our own entity. Interesting dun, dun, talk dun, dun, about dun. the mastering of Elton John music and how current issues are um, are Shit. overly compressed and sounding worse than the music did when originally released. I'm sure you guys know how the style of mastering music stems from the so-called loudness wars. Yep, that broke out in the 90s. Record labels and radio stations figured out, or at least believed, that the louder your CD or radio signal sounded, when compared to others, the more likely customers and listeners were to fall in favor with you. Combined with advances in production technology, that spawned a spiral of destroying music, making it so condensed to listen to that it wears out, uh, yeah, it wears you out fast, even at a moderate listening level. Call Foo Fighters. Ooh, so he's saying Foo Fighters are bricking? They're bricking fighters? Mm, okay. Let's see. Well, here is the, here is the link. 
not, not a link to t click on, but the link. For a while now, I have been amusing myself by calling the use of multicolored LEDs the loudness war of pinball machines. <laughs> I see Thank similarities. You, Advancement in technology being a brighter light per unit, snappier on-off cycle, smaller footprint, multicolor, less power consumption, and more CPU available to run them. And then what happens? People go apeshit. No, it's, I'm going to call it not the brightness wars. It's going to call it the clown wars. Like the Clone Wars? The, the Clown. <laughs> the Clown yeah. Wars. Yeah, I, I remember when when um, there was the, – they had a, one of the software updates for uh, Wizard of Oz. They yeah. gave you an option for like another a track mode. Yep. And you had one that was kind of like the old school nice like, you know, it's just like they, they sweep, the light sweeps back and forth and all that. And then they had the, the new one they put in, which was like full clown. Yep. I just remember that. Uh, a spiral of showing off who can swing the most color changes, strobe lighting, lengthy and overly complex patterns, and all play and all play field light shows over and over. Over and over and over. Hit an onlet target for 100 points, and a double stroke rainbow with blackouts knocks you over. Double rainbow hands. Down mm -hmm. to bragging over as the most number of lights featured in their game. Jersey Jack. <clears throat> Basically, <clears throat> who can shout the loudest? OMG. Even older games get lost in the vortex. Unfortunately, as I see it, pinball people at large eat it up raw. Ooh, that sounds dirty. Praising how amazing it looks. And then the tumbler kicks into turbo and the battle is lost. And the select few silently hope for the day when pinball machines will become truly inviting instead of scary. Cohesive aesthetic pin games, man. Where did it go? In all honesty, there are differences between manufacturers and designers. Some are extreme, while others hold back. No names mentioned, Bruce. <laughs> but I cherish the latter. Here is a hint. Who are still mastering the color-coded insert glasses? Stay strong. Mm -hmm. So who still does the color-coded insert glasses? Stern? Mm -hmm. Yes. I think the first time I remember them doing all clear was uh, Star Trek. Mm, that makes sense. It does, yes, because it was the first board, first machine I really used the good LED boards on. With yeah, because the... they had LEDs previously, but that's the first one I remember. Yeah, yeah. They had color changing, whatever, inserts, but that's the first yeah. one I remember that they had two different play fields. They had the one with the colored inserts and then the one with the clear inserts. So thank you, Soren. I think, like, you know, I mean, with in terms of, like, insert lights and stuff like that, just overly... Uh, like the, we were talking about presentation, right? Like as long as that doesn't inf interfere with the communication of what to shoot for and the rules that you need to communicate to the player, like then that's fine. But some games, yeah, like they just overwhelm the senses. Everything is lit. Yeah, uh, yeah, and or it's flashing, just like, well, and you can't. Or you have a ball, and it's. And the playfield flashes, and you can't fucking see it. See the ball? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 that's yeah. stupidity. Yeah, no, I agree. And and the thing, other thing is, I noticed. Like I've seen some some streams with Elton John, where it looks like way crazy with the lights, but I, when I played that in person, it looked great. I, I mm -hmm. didn't think at any point it was like, oh wow, they went too crazy with this. So it also depend. It also depends how it, it it films sometimes. But like you know, like how like the ball gets followed by like the LED lights like up the ramp and like around and into the piano. That's incredible choreography. It's not distracting. It's following the game, you know. Like uh, just there's there's w the right way to do it and the wrong way to do it, right? Like it's just I think some some Jersey Jack games are guilty of that. 
Um, and some and some stern games too are just too overwhelming or le- just turn the lights off at the worst possible time. Yeah, that's you know? the main one. Yeah, you know, it's, like, it, it's just ridiculous. It's like, oh, I'm gonna make this guy lose his you, ball. You're in the middle of something, <sighs> and the lights literally just go out or or, or on or uh, so, yeah. sometimes they don't understand. Like on uh, Foo Fighters, when uh, the ball save kicks in, you drain, and the ball the lights dim for a second. Yeah. It's programmed to do that, and then they come back up, and I'm like, "What? Why did they dim at all? What? What, mm-hmm. what was that signifying to me?" Yeah. Like you're a loser. Oh, you're back. Your ball's over. Oh no, you're back. Is that what was that what it was Maybe. supposed to be doing? I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't understand that. But yeah, no. You guys should try to get Tim back on because you know he with Black Knight Sword of Rage. I think that's one of the better stern light shows that was has been done recently, and he seems to know what he's talking about, you know, and doing. Timmy needs a game. He needs a game yeah, to come out. Timmy, yeah. where's your game, Timmy? I think he's probably in the middle of something. Uh, yeah, huh? I, I, th- I think something's will be coming. I, I wouldn't I think it's highly unlikely that we won't see something from him this year. Yes, I agree. With the two more cornerstones, he's got to be on one of them. Yeah, he's on one. Has I guarantee it. Guarantee. It's guarantee. Not even yeah, we'll, we'll get here. We at the Slam Till Podcast will guarantee. Guarantee. Oh, wow. I am one hundred percent. He's going to be on a game this year. Okay, so uh, our last email is from Glenn. Uh-oh. Which is another another episode of... Tank Treasure. Tank Treasure. Tank Treasure. Tank Treasure. Treasure. Tank Treasure. Stupid Tank you got to have the fart sound at the end, of course. I love the fart sound. Yes, it's another, another turd of treasure here. I love turd and treasure. Glenn says, hello, hosts. Turd or Treasure has three graduates. Ooh. Three games that got enough votes. Uh, we should explain that. We should, because... Because ba- basically, uh, some Glenn... Some might not know Glenn what wants to about. get certain games enough votes on Pinside so they can be ranked. Oh, Glenn. Hey, Glenn. We should have a demotion one. Oh, demotion where you, one. Like, you know, Jesus. games that should have never gotten 100 votes oh, and should be demoted. That's, I think it's they need reviews. They need a certain amount number of reviews to show up in the, yeah. In to, the thing, in, yes. Yeah, yes. So he says there's three graduates. Take a moment and discuss theories on where these three games should rank amongst each other if you believe any and landed inside the top 100, 200, or 300. The games okay. are, and we should know these, Robo War, Pharaoh, and countdown. Okay. Countdown's probably in the top 100. 200. Uh, 200. I put 100. I, I put, put that 100. It should be in the top 100, I but I know 100. people are stupid. It's going to be in the no, top 200. No, no, 200. it's like where you think it should rank. Oh, where I think it should rank? Below 100. Yep. Zero to 100. Top 100. But where people think? Probably 100 to 200. What does Joe think? Uh, for countdown, uh, I I'd, I'd say I'm gonna have to go over the top 100. It, it, it's probably like, you know, it's got a lot of drop target stuff, but I've had some bad experiences on that game, and that may have tainted things. I mean, it is kind of a one-trick pony. Mouse is getting close to the mute button. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the move, that's what it was. Uh, I mean, for for an for an, for an EM game, it's it's up there, but it's not an EM. <sighs> It's not? Salt State. Yeah, it's no, Salt State. Salt State? Oh, Salt State? That's oh, System 1. 
Uh, system so one. You guys know more than I do. Two x, three x, four. Uh, the, the multipliers. Yeah. The multipliers. You had doubts about this. The awesome targets. The, it's a, the fact it's a that sharpshooters game. Sure. Yeah. You can collect your bonus, so you're not locked into yeah. just yeah. like never being able to do anything else. Do anything you know, else. I hate, yeah, I hate I when that it. happens. And, and they and they make it the saucer at the top, so you got to kind of maneuver around that pop up or to even get there. Oh. Yep. Or use the side flippers. For what it is, for it's, it's good. But there's a hundred better games than that. Ooh. I'm sorry. There's a hundred. Wow. Sorry, guys. There is. Okay. <laughs> okay. So he gives. He, he's saying he goes one hundred to two hundred. You're saying that, right? Uh, like one fifty-ish, maybe one twenty to one fifty. I don't know. Okay. Okay. And what about Pharaoh? Ugh. It's the worst That's, of the the. It's, it's the worst, worst of, the, of the four buy levels. It's yeah, the worst. Definitely. Two to three hundred. Yeah. Three, I'd say two hundred plus. Yeah, we're in agreement on that one. Okay. Ra, Pharaoh, uh, Cobras, or whatever. Yeah, whatever. This, yeah, it talks. That's its best uh, That's feature. Its feature. That's its best feature. And the pachinko the artwork's ball. not great. The uh, artwork's and, and not the, great. The, I like the, the background thumping sound it does. Yeah. It, it's, it's good. Yes. Classic, classic Williams thumb. It's got some interesting shots. It's just the code is terrible. You know? Like, it just, it's just a terrible game. They didn't expand game. on anything. You know, what I mean, like it, there's some fun shots up there in the upper play field. But... Yeah, you got you got Black Knight and Jungle Lord at the top. I mean, you got down below that. You got Solar Solar Fire. Yeah, so and then Grand Lizard. That, you oh, got that's not Feral. a double play field. That's just a regular a single play field. But yes, yes, that's yeah, right. Thinks so it's not you know. an upper play field. Oh, but, which yeah. game? Grand I was gonna Lizard. say Grand Lizard. Oh yeah, Grand that's Lizard. That's a single yeah. play field. That's well, just he, actually he a re play. that also reused his yes his Solar Fire yeah. upper play yeah. field thing for the the. The upper half of Grand Lizard. Yes, the upper half. Yes. Uh, how about Robo War? One to two hundred. It is. Yeah, I'd yeah. say I'd say two to three hundred. I'm not a big fan. Um, I I'd like Robo War. I I I don't I don't know. I just don't. The shots don't excite me. It's got a weird open playfield that just. Feels really strange, and uh, I don't really like the flipper feel on that one. That Gottlieb, it's really, really, really bizarre. I think it's probably John Trudeau's worst game, actually. Oh, no. What no, worse. worse game than that? Is. Popeye! No, no, he didn't do Popeye. Didn't That's Al Popeye. Sorry. That was Al oh, oh, Sorry, I mean, uh, what else? Rocky, Cubert's uh, Quest. Yeah, you know, I'd rather play those... Rocky. I'd rather play no Rocky. No way. Cubert's Quest. That's tough. Cuber's Quest Play is some awful. Crawl. That sucks, yeah, crawl too. Sucks, even I've never played looking. it. I've never no played it. No one has. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I have, but it sucks. I, I wish to. just for the novelty of it, just to see how it worked, you know? Hollywood Heat. Those oh, games. No, I kind of like Hollywood Heat. Uh, it's terrible. Like and the other one. one. What's uh, the other one? That's actually the worst. Uh, Deadly Weapon. Weapon. Deadly, yeah, Weapon. Yeah, Deadly Weapon. Weapon. That's pretty bad, too. I don't know if he did that one. Did he do he that did. one? I think it is true, yeah. I yeah. thought he was gone by then. But. No, it was one of his last ones. I think it was in the, you know, the whole right, story. Are you, are you ready to see okay, what the actual rankings are now on Pinside yeah. for these games? Let's see. Uh, we'll start. We'll do opposite order. Robo War. It's got to be plus 200. 203. There you go. Okay. On the money! Yeah. All right. Pharaoh. Pharaoh, 195. What? Okay, That's, too high. Was, That's too yeah. high. That's too high. Way too high. I'd rather play Robo War. Yeah, me too. Oh, that tells you your pin side's and smart show, quality. And show that pin side doesn't know shit. Countdown one eighty five. 
Yeah, they don't know shit. They did get it right that it's better than all the other one, the other two. So they got sure. that part right, but is but they are really no, off on no, that. Come on, off, off, off. I agree. Hey, that's, that's the way I look much. at it. Is this? It'll it'll keep countdown prices down. Well, they made a lot of countdowns. They made. I know, but it'll keep the prices down still. Okay. Because people are going to go. It's not the top one hundred. I'm going to get a game that's in the top 100. Are you Pete and Pinsider? Yes. <laughs> Are you his brother? <laughs> I am. I'm Pedro. <laughs> wow, Pedro. Pedro Pinsider? I am Pedro. Pedro oh. Pinsider. Okay. Ah, nice. Um, <laughs> Glenn says, next up, Surf and Safari needs four what? more votes to I end voted. up in the Pinsider Top 100. I voted to get it in. What the fuck is people doing? More people. You need to vote for Surf and Safari. Vote or die. That's what Glenn said, actually. (laughs) So thank you, Glenn. Yes, Surf and Safari. Thanks to Glenn also. Glenn's doing a special thing for the Jejenis, by the way. I wanted to mention the incredibly talented guy. I wanted to shout out. Thanks, Glenn. Uh, He's going to be doing a little music video for us during the Jejenis. Nice. um, It's going to be a lot of fun. Great, amazingly talented musician. And he's working on some really cool stuff, actually, pinball-related, so keep your eyes mm-hmm. peeled for that. Surf and Safari is one of the games I played on my on my road to winning my first-ever RPC tournament. There you go. Yes. The tournament I wasn't going to go to. Yeah. Because Bruce... <laughs> Yeah, here's here's my degenerate level here. Here's yeah. here's some degeneracy. I, I think Lay it so. On me. So we we reschedule this to a date that Bruce specifies. Mm-hmm. Right. So then he what? Well, you texted me like Thursday. Are you coming to the tournament this weekend? It's like how am I supposed to go there and then get back in time to do this podcast? Because all my recording shit is here. Hey, guess what? What? Or what are we doing right now? Exactly. And what did you do yesterday? Because what I did is, so I drove into Rochester. I changed my mind. I went into Rochester. I said I wasn't going to go, and then I then I, then I showed up. And then so he heard I, Raymond was coming out, and so he's oh, like, oh, I thought more Whoppers with Raymond here, so, you know, I got to go. Yeah, Whopperlicious. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, uh, yeah, I, I drive up Friday, as usual. We played in the tournament with the, the three different stages. Mm-hmm. Was a target oh, match like play, and was, then and then some other thing, and then and then ladder. <sighs> so it, basically, um, yes, I I won. I won the tournament. Nice, Yay! my first ever victory. I won on the final game was on Bazaar, <laughs> and at least <laughs> twice was... in the finals, I had to come back on ball five, five on on a, on a Ted Zale EM. Once yes. on Bazaar, the other time on fucking Cosmos. Cosmos. Cosmos oh, was boy. brutal lately. Oh, I love Cosmos, but... I love Cosmos, but it, once, it, once it moved to the RPC, it became asshole It was way easier in Cincinnati oh, totally. when I played it. And it was Zach, way easier at Zach's house. And Zach made it easier. I mean, he moved the mushrooms around, so it's actually easier for the player, and it's still brutal. He moved the mushroom bumpers. Yeah, the mushrooms. He, he moved. He moved them so like the one that actually opens it up is in off to the side, so you don't hit it so often or something oh. like that. Yeah, yeah. He did. He did a good wow. thing, but it's still wow. an asshole. We, as we call him, he's Soren for EMs. He he, re, he sure. reprograms, yeah, reprograms EMs. Them. So he's like the Soren for EMs. No, he's a genius yes. at that, man. It's unbelievable. He's our Sheldon. <laughs> so I, I I won, and and my plan was okay. To get up at five in the morning today and drive the four hours back so I could do this. Yep. And did you? I did. See, so I, guess I'm what? here, Bruce. Yes, and he was bitching about this 
Yeah, and I'm going to bet you. It's a lot of driving. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah? Suck it up, buttercup. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I'm not like you, Bruce. I don't just drive to Arkansas to pick up games just on a whim. For 20 know? bucks. 20 bucks? Even for 20 bucks, I don't think I would do that. You would have done it. No. What game? Was there any game I would do that for at this point? I don't think so. Q. Q. Oh, God, oh, God that game sucked. But you can flip it real fast and make money on it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What, was, it, the, was it Harry Williams' final game? Yes, yes it was. It was his final not game not a good out. way to go out, I'm, yeah, I'm afraid. That's unfortunate. He tried something different and, you yeah. know, well... If, it cue-balled. Well, it, actually, there's there's two people on the design and the, the credit, but yes. yeah, mm-hmm. it's generally regarded as his last game. Ooh, yeah. Bad. I'm, so, I'm glad I got to play it, though. Yes. Because I could say I played... I played every Stern, except that one, the the original, what was it, oh, what was it called? You know, the one that was going to be a wide body, it was yes. going to be the next game, but then it got shelved, and then they just rethemed a Quicksilver to Quicksilver, this, yes. a Laser yeah. Lord. Laser Lord. Laser yes. Lord, yes. So I, I never got to play, well, either one, the, the Quicksilver that became Laser Lord or the actual Laser Lord. That is still in Michigan, I think, somewhere. Yes, it is somewhere. Who somewhere. knows where the fuck it is? Yeah, I, I've never, I've never even seen a video of it being played. Unfortunately, nope, nope, never even heard of it. So, Joe, plug away. Yeah, we're at the, we're at the end. Bruce has to go back sure. to work. No, no pinball repairs. No pinball nope. repairs. Nope. Oh we my need... God! Thank God. Oh boy. <laughs> well, I, I have a, qu- I have a quick one. Uh, Holy one of my, shit. <laughs> oh! One of my meteor targets sheared off. So yes, so did mine. So so yeah, I have I have a new set of meteor targets coming from Pinball Resource, and and I have um, Jersey Jack is now has this upgraded I/O board. board. It's basically it's the board they've used since Toy Story. It's got all these new um, beefed up capacitors on it. It basically supposedly makes your game not play like shit. You know, like weak flippers, so you don't have to crank the flipper power up to max for it to be acceptable. And what are you putting that and in? And I'm going to put that in my dialed in, and we'll see what happens. So you're doing this to make it not play like shit. Okay, okay I agree with you. No, I, I, that's what... <laughs> did, he or did he not say? I said that, but then I also said you have to turn the flipper power all the way up so it doesn't play like shit. No, 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 so, no. I think you said it played like shit, so I, I'm just going with it because that's why he bought the board. Just, just, okay, yes. It's the truth. It's the truth. So I'm, I'm looking forward to putting that in. I'm going to put all the, everything back to default settings, and I'm going to stream like my first game on it with no... No, we're just going to go with it and see if it makes any difference. Broken plastics are us. Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> all right. And those are all my, my repairs. Those are my repairs. I broke a target in Cheetah at the co-op. Oh. And I had to put a bridge rectifier in a shack attack. Ooh. Oh, it's terrible. This game, a guest customer brought it in, and it is the roachiest roach I've ever seen. It, it, yeah, the cabinet did not look good. No, neither did the balls on that thing. Oh. My balls were all rusted. Maybe they were eaten by a shark. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nailed it. <laughs> so plug away, Joe. Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, you can come join us at the Pinball Degenerates Facebook group, but literally just have to answer two very simple questions. What is your favorite pinball machine? And agree to the group rules not to be a jerk or abusive to people and just, you know, 
Everybody's got opinions in pinball. Just be polite and uh, don't be offensive to other people like you jerks are. Uh, you know, <laughs> hey, just don't I get got... personal. Just don't get personal. You know, like everybody's got opinions on pinball. You know, but uh, you know, just keep it. You know, just the whole point of it is to to to, to create a community that just shows off all the crazy shit which you're doing, whether it's repairs or or games that you played or any kind of craziness in pinball that you're into. Okay. So, yeah, that's what we're all about. And, uh, yeah, come check out the, the, the Degenies, the Pinball Degenerate Awards, third annual Pinball Degenerate Awards, uh, on February 18th, Sunday at noon Eastern. Uh, it should be a lot of fun, you know? And you can win uh, some prizes even if you're not nominated. We're going to have some trivia, some pinball trivia that in the chat, if you answer the fastest, you can win some great swag, some Pinball Degenerate swag, some swag from our friends at Z80, which is an arcade here, or Duxbury uh, Cider. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a really fun time, I hope. So there you go. come and join us. And Joe is one of the premier pinball trivia people. I try. I mean, I'm no Ron Hallett Jr. No, or, no, or you're, Zach. No, no, Zach. Or Zach. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Usually it's you he's and Zach, and Zach, then Zach wins, yes. Yeah, I, I swear Zach, he's got some kind of cheat code to like, buzz in before anyone or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I he does it. I don't know. He's just, he's just unstoppable, he man. He sheltered him. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fun, you know? I mean, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. I really enjoy... Um, I really enjoyed that that uh, uh, that that um, oh jeez what's the guy's name? Uh, He's out of Cincinnati. I saw him at Pinsinnati. Yeah. It was the what's the zine he does? I forget. The pinball zine. Uh, oh, the pinball zine. Sure, yeah, pin zine. Yeah, so that's really fun. I love the trivia. I love. I just love the minutia. Like everybody else, right? We all geek out about the minutia of pinball. Pinball's a game of millimeters, so every little tiny little thing counts in pinball. And we all pride ourselves on knowing all the little details, whether it's repairs or rules or whatever. Uh, but yeah, and also yeah, check out the article I wrote for Nudge, and also an article I wrote for the Kineticist on uh, volunteering as a pinball uh, a scorekeeper, which uh, I which just got published this week. So check those uh, two fine internet publications out. And what was the first game that Dwight Sullivan worked on at Williams? Oh man! Um, this is for Bruce because this is his favorite, really his favorite, favorite guy. <laughs> poor, poor Dwight. Was it called Asshole Anonymous? <laughs> come on, give Dwight a chance. Yeah, man. Oh, come he, on. no, he's got. I love Dwight. I love Dwight. Like, it was Dwight. funny yesterday. We were talking about another bug. We just we found a bug in Star Wars yesterday. Oh God. Well, that's Star Wars. Exactly. <laughs> All right, the the answer is well, at least according to Dwight, he did some some display effects in um, mousing around. Oh, mousing around. So right? I like to okay. I like to think to myself that he did the match sequence, although I have no evidence that that actually is true. But I just tell myself that. Okay, so uh, my plug is uh, don't forget my wife has a new business for uh, cruising, Nightingale Cruises. Posted something on the Slam Tilt podcast page a couple weeks ago. If you have any questions about cruises, want to ask something that you never went on a cruise or you want to go or you want to go for another cruise, contact us at Nightingale Cruises on Facebook. And my wife has a phone number and I post it on the thing. Now, I have one more problem. Somebody personally messaged me and said, I friended you on Facebook and I don't know this person at all. And it's, it's a person that listens to us on the podcast. And I don't let many people be my friend on Facebook. If you want to be a friend, be a friend on Slam Tilt. I'm going to be totally honest. I don't, I ignore most people who ask for friendships on that 
I don't know. Oh, I totally agree with you, Bruce. Like, I don't, I, I don't. No offense to anybody, but like, yeah, I don't it's, not, it's not. Unless I've met you personally, yeah, exactly at least once. Yeah, it's it's way too. I mean, some people have different attitudes about it, but for me, if I haven't met you in person, no offense. Like, I don't care how many people we have in common. Like, like it doesn't matter. It's this I've never person met you took person. it very personally. Like, yeah, you know, I, I listen to you all the time. Like, I don't know you. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. If you want to follow me, follow me on Slam Tilt, and that's it. I'm being totally honest. Yeah, no, you have totally within your well within your rights there. I think like I just people they listen to you and you know they feel that they know you personally. You know that they they've got oh, you know poor it's all, fucking it's all, bastards. They don't understand. It's a one way street, right? It's a one way street. It's it's like anything else when you're obsessed with somebody like a movie star or whatever. You think you know them. Feel, because you uh, feel to free them, to friend Stu McVicker. He's looking for friends. Stu McVicker he's, 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 he does, a ton he of friends. He doesn't have he, he's friends. a lot of friends. That guy. <laughs> he is not very popular. Um, yeah. uh, he's still wondering why you didn't challenge him at Pintastic like you said you were I going to. I chickened out. I chickened out, yeah, man. Yeah. He was intimidated. I chickened you know, out. That's what happens when Stu is around, you know. Yeah, he's an intense guy. So, uh, hi to all of our friends. Hi to Zach. Hi to Steve. Fun with bonus. Jeff Teolis. We are Slam Tilt Podcast. You can reach us at slamtiltpodcast at gmail.com. Our website is slamtiltpodcast.com. In the upper right-hand corner, check out all our links. This was episode 223. Hi to everyone in our cluster buck that Bruce was just saying. Thank you to Joe C for joining us. It's my pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me. And don't me forget on. to see him on the 18th at noon Eastern time. Degenerates. On Degenerates. Unite. And now Bruce has to say goodbye to somebody. I do. So I do. You do. So <laughs> until next time, folks, say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Shannon Ducharme. Semi chub to go. To start to start the show. No chub, no show. <laughs> no chub, no show. Wow. That's in the contract. It is in the contract. Oh, this is really screwed up. Um. I see why you guys have gotten along so well. Uh, you guys have been oh. team. I need a little fluffer nutter here yeah. on aisle three. <laughs> Damn. Yep, it's going to be the first weekend. It's the weekend after. 
American Memorial Day. American. Well, I like how you said American Memorial American Day. Memorial uh, there, Day. there is no Canadian Memorial exactly. Day. Exactly. <laughs> well, Joe so, said washroom earlier, and I was like, uh, oh, yeah, that's right. That's that's the bathroom. I forgot. The head. The head. The head. If you go to a restaurant, okay, if you go to a McDonald's, okay, you don't – there's no bath there. You just wash. You want you do your thing and you wash. So it's well, a washroom. I actually pissed. Oh, can then we agree wash. on restroom? Can we can we agree on restroom then? Re- restroom. I'll, I'll agree. Okay. I'll, I'll you go relieve with that. yourself at the restroom. You okay. rest. You relieve yourself at the restroom. I rest myself. I, I go with. I go to the head. I go to the head. The head. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. that the also pisser, works. The shitter. That's the military thing, right? The head. Yes, it is. Yes. Um, the latrine. Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Tell Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett. I fucked that up already. <laughs> right, hold on. 